Welcome to D3 Nation, now don't you change the station, oh lord knows it has just begun. We're talking all the motivation from years of dedication, discovering who's number one. The fight is never done, you gotta dig down inside for who you're destined to be. The war is never won, so talk it out with your host, Gennaro and Division three wrestling fans, the season is back. It's officially back. It's been a long time coming. Uh, obviously, the last year and a half has been weird. Um, but good news is we're here now. 2021-22 season is a go, and everyone is in the fold. So great first week of competitions. Um, my team, Stevens Institute Technology, we were up at Ithaca Invitational this past weekend. Very good tournament. Uh, my co-host, uh, Gennaro, and the Waynesburg Jackets, they were at the Nebuginley at King's College. So we'll touch on those a little bit, and we'll also touch on some other results that took, a, that took place around the country. Um, obviously, a lot of guys haven't been competing, you know, so some guys are shaking off the rust. Uh, there was a lot of crazy results, uh, some upsets. And, um, and, yeah, I mean, there was definitely a lot of talk about the preseason rankings, you know, from D3 Wrestle to NWCA rankings, and now the uh, flow rankings were just released. And the flow rankings, which I put together, um, I mean, I, I had some results to go off of, you know, for right, other right. for the other ones, we're kind of like shooting in the dark there. So we're trying to do our best, and obviously these rankings will become more and more accurate when we see guys competing at their weights and uh, get in the fold. But just overall, good vibes all around the country. Definitely, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's the first set of rankings, so it's going to be difficult to have guys in the right weight classes, to have guys ranked, and we haven't really wrestled in two years, so it's good to just get this first weekend in and see some results. That's why it's good your your flow wrestling rankings dropped this week, so you actually were off some results and have guys at the right weights and if there was upsets and stuff like that. So uh, it will get better with time. Um you know, and this is really good to have the season rolling again. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So um, touch on the Ithaca Invitational 11-team field. Uh, we had a really good showing. Johnston Wells, obviously a uh, very strong team. No surprise there. I mean, they were off all last year. So, uh, but, you know, not surprised that they're not going anywhere anytime soon. They have a lot of good talent, big roster. Um, they had four champs uh up at Ithaca a couple guys wrestling in the finals against each other so and they took the team tile over us by two points so tight team um, race there tight team race very very tight team race for sure Castleton also had a very good showing they actually rounded out the top three the top five the top five teams were Johnson Wales us Castleton and then I want to say Ithaca was fourth Bowling Wallace was fifth I believe that was a top five. So pretty good field, but also, you know, yeah, tough Western New England team there, American International Division Two, Springfield College, really good team. So a lot of good Northeast teams there, good mix for us because we don't see a lot of those Northeast teams later in the year. Um, also, we're going back up to Roger Williams uh, this weekend too. So kind of back-to-back, we're seeing those New England schools, which is good for us. But overall, of, over the two-day two tournament, 
So really good competition over the two days. Um, no doubt about it. 141 was the toughest weight in the bracket, multiple returning qualifiers. Um, you know, you had even the New England College, Evan Fidelbis. He was seated at the 2020 championships at 149. He was in the bracket at 141. So the top five guys were all national qualifiers in that bracket. And wow. uh, solid bracket. Very solid bracket. And, uh, you know, really proud of Kyle Slendorn and uh, getting the job done in a really tough bracket. Um, MOW, right? MOW? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think going into it, going into it, uh, whoever won that 141-pound bracket was going to be the MOW and well-deserved, too, because, like I said, it was a loaded field. Um, yeah. So he did great. The top three at that weight were Kyle Slendorn, uh, CJ Trelli from Springfield. He upset Hayden Brown from Johnson Wells in the semis. Big win come. for him. That's a big, big win. Big win. Um, I'll see They'll, they'll see each other a lot more in the duels and I'll see at the end of the year at the Northeast regional. So, well, yeah. And uh, I, I believe new England's is having their dual meet championship again too. So they could see each other there too. For sure. Yeah. So at Springfield's got some good lightweights, really, really scrappy. I feel like they always do. I don't know. I just feel like they always have some. No, some they, they always have very historic program. Um, they always have some good, good guys, coach Holder and that coaching staff to do a great job. So for sure. Uh, Brett Callender. We'll see, we'll see them. They usually go to the Messiah Petro. So that's where we usually see them. Yep. They always. Brett Callender also, he won the tournament. He wrestled the uh, Parrot from uh, Springfield in the finals as well, too. So Springfield had a really good showing as well. They might Where, where did they finish? You said fifth? Mm, they were either. I think they were sixth. I think they were right outside the top okay. five. I was going to say, because two finalists at that tournament's pretty good. Yeah. So. But yeah, overall, great opening weekend tournament for us. I think Invitational always is one of the top tier season opening tournaments. Um, so we were excited to get back up there. We haven't been up there, obviously, in a while. And uh, so it was good to be back. And um, and yeah, really, really, really solid. Uh, a lot of eye-opening results. Um, mm -hmm. There was a lot of, uh, looking through that bracket, there was a lot of upsets there. I mean, you had... Uh... Yep, James Rodriguez, one forty-one as well. Um, he finished in the top four at that weight class. You know, he was unranked. Pretty sure he's a freshman or sophomore now. And he beat Travis Jones from from Ithaca in the Conci semis. Um, he, the only guy he lost to was Hayden Brown. He lost to Hayden Brown twice, like two nothing, three nothing. So that kid's going to be tough. Northeast is going to be pretty tough at one forty-one. Um, sounds it. Sounds like it's a little mini preview for the North Northeast Regional there. Yeah, Charlie. We'll see if Adelbis stays down for New England College, stays down there. He potentially could go back up because he didn't have his best showing compared to his results at 149. Um, right. James Rodriguez. Um, yeah. So, oh, and the, the Southern Maine kid will be in the mix too. He was a qualifier at 33, um, Brad Bellew. So, 41 is going to be pretty tough in that region. Someone, Southern Maine was at Ithaca though, right? No, they, they weren't at Ithaca. They weren't. Okay. Yeah. They'll be at Roger Williams though. They'll be at oh, Roger. okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, overall, I mean, um, good performance really from all the teams for being off for the last year and a half. Hunter Gutierrez, last time he wrestled for us, he was at 133 and he had a really good showing at 157. Um, two big wins over Stanley Blythe from Ball and Walls, who Yeah, that was the other bracket, 57. There was a ton of upsets. Yeah, yeah. I would say I would say it around the country, and we'll, we'll touch on that too. At 157. Lots of upsets. In general, you're saying? In general, all around the country. Okay. But 
Gutierrez, yeah, with one of them beating uh, Stanley Bleich. Um, who honestly, I don't know what, there was there was two Ithaca guys in the finals then at that weight. That's correct, Adam Wagner, and then uh, the freshman who beat Gutierrez in the, the semis. semis. Yeah, so yeah. so yeah, so um, again, just really deep field up at Ithaca, and uh, but let's, let's get into yours a little bit. Let's get into them again at Kings. Obviously, a, a nice deep field there too. You had RIT, you had Averett. NYU made the trip down there. York College yourself. Um, yeah, so it was uh, it was actually uh, a really tough tournament. I heard before, after weigh-ins, there was 300 kids in total there. So there was a busy day, and there was a lot – two gyms going, so it was pretty hectic, but they did a good job running it through. Um, we didn't stay all the way to the end. Unfortunately, we didn't have the best tournament. But if you, if you finished – we started around 10 – I would say they finished between seven, eight o'clock. So it was a busy day, but they got through everything pretty smoothly. Um, there was some really nice showing. Uh, Winters from RIT didn't miss a beat. He pinned every single kid in the bracket. Yeah. He looked he looked uh, very good. And if you guys don't remember him, I believe he was a top seed at nationals, right? He was the five seed back in 2020. But yeah, that kid's uh, always been a hammer on top with legs. You got if he gets yeah. on top, you gotta be you gotta be careful because he's finding that he does like uh, a reinforced top half, and it is yeah, winters. Uh, he had yeah, winters had one, two, three, four, five. He had five matches on the day, and he wrestled for only about a match, seven seven minutes. <laughs> a pin in two pin two pin in two fourteen pin in two oh six pin in 115 pin in 11 seconds and then oh, pin wow. in 205 so very quick and efficient day for winters and for rit they won the tournament very solid tournament for rit they look good mm-hmm. they're some tough guys they have they finished with two champs two runner-ups and one fourth um so for time constraint purposes they only did top four if you finish top eight they didn't wrestle that match that you just kept wrestling through they didn't wrestle a fifth and sixth place match so and then the runner-up team was Averett. they had a really good show on 105 points they had three champs one runner-up one fourth um and then wilkes was right behind them had a really good showing uh one champ two runner-ups one third one fourth so that rounds up the top three then you have nyu roger williams york portland all in the mix like in that top seven yeah Cortland's 174 tough that yeah looked good Demetrius trying to look really good, and and seven, and he had, he had a good kid in the finals. I know um, uh, NYU Zuckerman is the rank guy for NYU, but Jason yeah. Dyer is no slouch. He looked really good all tournament. He actually made the finals over uh, the Kings kid, who just upset Mosley. Yeah, so Kravitz. Kravitz. Yes. Yeah, Kravitz. He upset Mosley from Averett, who was ranked preseason top ten, and then Kravitz lost to Geyer in the in the semifinal okay and then Geyer wrestled a tough match against Henry in the finals it was 4-2 so it'll be interesting to see how that lineup plays out um for them but yeah they uh it was a really good tournament there was a mix of northeast a lot of southeast regional teams and it, it was it was good they did a good job running the tournament um I think in the future it possibly could be a two-day tournament honestly with how many kids they had yeah, uh, or they'll yeah. or they'll cut back on teams. I think a lot of people without hosting 
uh, recently. They're just trying to get as many teams as they can because you never know who's going to skip, miss out because of COVID. You don't know who's going to pull out because of that. So there was a total of 15 teams here. Okay. And it was just, and it was a solid field. It was good. There was a lot of quality guys. Uh, Roger Williams had some tough kids. Their 33 had a really good tournament. That, that was a really good final between him and the York kid. Um, a name to watch out for. He was a D1 transfer. Dalton Rawbaugh, I believe from oh. Washington. He looked very large at 33. He looked good. Yeah. And he wrestled Kaiser from Roger Williams in the finals. Also him. very good. Also very good. Yeah, he looked good. Their, his semifinals match against Joseph Jones from Averett was a very good match. And because Jones actually was just coming off a very big win, he beat uh, Wilson from Greensboro, who was preseason top ten in the country. So, a lot of a lot of quality matches, a lot of quality guys, and uh, yeah, just like you said, it's excited to uh, be back in action and see the res- see the results. But overall, I thought it was a really good tournament. I think uh, it was a good measuring stick for us to see where we're at. You know, we were a little beat up and you know didn't have our full team, but you know, we're pretty young, and it was a good learning experience for them just seeing that kind of a college atmosphere tournament. So um, I thought it was a very good tournament. And biggest result, I would say, out of uh, the Nemegillian tournament was Trent Raglan from Averitt over Nikhil Ramirez. They have been going back and forth over the years at heavyweight, uh, and Raglan beat Ramirez uh, in overtime, 4-2, I believe the score was. Is that the finals? That was the finals. Yeah, 4-2 victory for Raglan. So okay. now Raglan has the upper hand in the series. He's 2-1 and one against Ramirez, but they see each other all the time. I guarantee you they wrestled two more times, maybe three more times before regionals. Right, right, yeah. So that was, I would say, the biggest uh, result, top quality guy matchup there. But there was a lot of good matches. Um, and if you want to see all these results, just go to d3wrestle.com and uh, – all the results from every tournament are there. Um, and we're going to dive into deeper into some other events that were in the Midwest here and some big results. Yeah, for sure. So, um, and sorry to backtrack here, but uh, one name should be a familiar name for Bolin Wallace fans. Uh, Decatur, there's another Decatur in the mix at Bolin Wallace. He won the title. He was Bolin Wallace's only champ. He won, he beat uh, Vega. No, they, they had two champs, right? Uh, oh, I'm, I'm lighter at 65. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. I thought lighter one. Yeah. Two. They had okay. two chance, but Decatur is the new name in their lineup. Obviously, the younger brother. One brother's at Ohio State. Um, and uh, it seems like he's growing into the weight. He looked very good. Won a tight match over Vega from us, from Stevens, who else is referring national qualifier. So Decatur's going to be in the mix, all American contender. Um, right away. Yep. Here yeah. we go. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, he beat uh, Manginelli, too, from Springfield, who's also very good. That Those two Manginelli brothers are also from Springfield, uh, very scrappy. So, yeah, so be on the lookout for him uh, for sure. Um, yeah. So before we talk about the Maasai Invitational, let's go out west here. A um, couple couple up, notable updates. At the Super 8 Invitational, uh, Loris uh, had a great showing. Um, that was at Wisconsin Platteville. And uh, I would say the biggest result there was probably at 174. Um, ben Saracen took out Jacob Krakow from Loris. So 5-3 in the finals. 5-3 yep. in the finals. Uh, you know, uh, Saracen, I believe, was at 84 the last 
season he wrestled and he used to go back and forth with that Shane Ligel for Loris as well. So Saracen's no joke. Um, and, uh, so big win for him there being at 74. Um, but overall looking at those results, it looked like Loris really had a great showing out there. Yeah. The, at the heavyweight, uh, final was a top 10 matchup and white, right. Won eight one over Colfis Brands from Chicago. So, um, White Wright was the NWCA champ last year, and I believe he's ranked third in the country right now. And I believe Fizz uh, Fizz Brands is or Fib Brands for Chicago was a national qualifier a few years back, and he was either eighth or ninth to start the year. So, top ten matchup in the final there, and it looked like Wyatt took care control. of business. On yeah, control the match eight one. Yep. Sure. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, so good showing by the Dewhawks. We, we know they're going to be uh, obviously very solid this year. Um, another great tournament out West, the pointer open at Wisconsin Stevens points had some really good matchups, uh, starting down with the lightweights, 133. Um, and we'll think one of them's going to drop probably Bradley Rosen will drop down, but Bradley Rosen and Robbie Preston, both studs. They're both at 33 at the pointer open and Rosen, took out number one ranked Matt Berlin. And it was, that he was, was undefeated at the time. He still, that was his first college loss, correct? First college loss in a while. He was undefeated during a 2019-2020 season. So, yeah, Rosen got the job done. And then he and Preston wrestled in the finals, and Preston took the job, uh, took the title at 133-42. But um, good problem to have. Two great lightweights there. To, right. Probably uh, the biggest upset of week one, you would say. I mean, either that or uh, who who did Barrio lose to at uh, Ithaca too? What's the New England? Ken? He was up weight, I know, but that's oh probably- yeah, our Barrio was number one at one twenty five, but he was up at thirty three. He he lost to uh, Johnson Wales kid, right? John- Johnson Wales kid first on the championship side. Then he lost to Michael Gonia from Castleton for third fourth. So he actually took two losses at one thirty three. But Arboro, again, he'll be probably dropping down at some point to 25, but. Right, right. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and like we were saying how we started, you know, um, it's been uh, it's been a while since we competed. You know, some guys are going to be rusty. Um, so, some people are going to work on their descent. So, the results are going to kind of be all over the place. That's why we we're saying just be patient with the rankings. They're going to change a lot. And yeah. As you can see, there was plenty of upsets already. Um yeah. So moving forward with the, the pointer yeah. open. Go ahead. I was going to say the next probably biggest match was uh, Bo Yemen from Wisconsin Oshkosh versus Cody Baldridge from North Central. Uh, top three matchup, actually. Cody Baldridge was the NWCA champ last year. Bo Yemen uh, is ranked first in the first set of rankings and turned out to be a crazy match. And Yemen gets it done 3 1 in sudden victory. So. Um, I'm sure those guys will see each other again being from out Midwest and stuff, but uh, it's good to see such big time matchups earlier on the season. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely pretty cool. Definitely uh, nice to see these guys challenging themselves early. And uh, yeah, like you said, Ballers got the job job done last year at NWCA's. Yemen, um, they wrestled last year in the WEAC and I'm pretty sure he was the WEAC champ at 197 and he beat uh, Lar from Wisconsin lacrosse. Why he's the one. Ranked first in the country right now. It and goes Yemen, Lar, Baldridge, right? Yeah, pretty solid yeah. top three there. So yeah, 
Um, so I wonder if those guys will see each other again. I mean, North Central was potentially, but either way, really big opening round. That was probably the highest ranked matchup. Obviously, if Preston and Berlin would have met, would have been the same same thing. But uh, right. obviously, obviously, Rosen got the job done there. No, yeah, solid, uh, solid tournament. There's some good Wisconsin teams there. Uh, Central was there. Augustana. Yeah, North Central, very strong team. Very strong yeah. team. So looking good. Cardinals are looking good. Yeah, watch um, out. Yeah, I, I, especially with their uh, recruiting class they brought in as well. Yeah. Now another a, a Midwest school, Wisconsin Eau Claire, they made the trip out to Messiah. They competed at the Messiah Invitational. Yeah, they had a great day. Uh, and they great had a great day. they had a great day. Chase Schmidt for them won the title at 165. And um and there was some uh there was a big upset. Ryan Luth from Washington Elite. He goes down in the finals to Nick Barnhart um from Messiah. Uh, Nine six, yeah. Nine six, so uh, and that Ryan Luth, he was a seven seed in the twenty twenty championships, and, and he looked seven. very good at the end of the year. He looked really good at regionals. I remember watching him wrestle. Yeah, yep. He's returning Southeast Regional champ, and uh, so that's a big win for Barnhart, and and for Messiah right there. Yeah, and uh, just talking about the teams at this event. So you had uh, Wisconsin Eau winning it with. 151 and a half points kind of blowing past the field. Second place team was Washington Elite, 127 and a half. And rounding out the top three, uh, Messiah, 112 and a half. You also have McDaniel, Gettysburg, E-Town, John Hopkins, Wheaton, your sign. It's Liberty. So good competitive field. There was uh, some good teams there and um, some pretty good matches. At 125, uh, Terry Adams kind of, Starts the season where he left off. He had a solid major decision over Riley Parker from Washington Lee, who's definitely a national qualifier contender. Um, and he won, he won the bracket 3-1 over a Wheaton kid named Anthony Zamora. So it's good to see the mixture of Midwest teams and uh, Mideast teams, Southeast teams. It was good. It was a good opening tournament. So there was a lot of solid tournaments to start the year. Yeah. Also, Adrian Invitational had a very competitive uh invitational <clears throat> they uh wabash had a great showing there um and uh and the mount union invitational also happened uh the cover invitational so yeah there was tournaments all over the place coast guard uh they look strong in, against wpi in their duel um southern maine got the job done in their duel against bridgewater state so yeah i mean it's just great that all around the country there's there's results you know, last year it was very uh, great, condensed. great, yeah, great seeing all these results. And uh, we uh, we go to the WNJ tournament this weekend, which is always a really good tournament. And then you guys are at Roger Williams. Yep, so we're, at the, we're at the Roger Williams. Um, so everyone's rolling uh, into their into their seasons, and you know it's a great start to the year. Yeah, let's we'll just continue to keep these tournaments going. Teams out there stay. Stay safe, stay healthy, um, do the best you can to, to keep rolling through. And, uh, you know, we'll keep chugging along. And, you know, again, when we made this podcast, a big part of this of this show was to do stuff like this to talk. And we're, you know, we're just happy that we can finally do. We have the results that we can talk about. And, uh, and yeah, we're just, uh, we're going to keep, 
keep looking through. We're going to keep, keep you guys in tuned with what's going around the country. Obviously there's a lot of division three teams. So, um, you know, we'll post out this episode, but if we missed a, a big time result, you know, just uh, follow us on Twitter at, at D3 Nation Podcast and put it in the thread. And uh, yeah, whenever, whenever we post the episode, just, you know, to say the school, the kid, the result, you know, just start a thread with that. And we'll definitely make sure we'll give you a shout out next episode. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it's just good. It's, it's good. It's good to see there's, you know, dual meets. There were some dual meets last night. I know we wrestled last night, so the season's here. We're rolling to stay yep. healthy and uh, hopefully um, everyone be ready to go by the end of the year for nationals, which would be a great event at uh, Cedar Rapids this year. So it's a good start to the year. No doubt. No doubt for sure. So uh, best of luck to the teams moving forward to week two and uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll be back with those uh, big time results uh, when they happen.